chapter 2, verses 1 through 11. Therefore, thou art inexcusable, O man, whosoever thou art that judgest, for wherein thou judgest another, thou condemnest thyself, for thou that judgest doest the same things. But we are sure that the judgment of God is according to truth against them which commit such things. And thinkest thou this, O man, that judgest them which doest such things, and doest the same that thou shalt escape the judgment of God? Or despisest thou the riches of his goodness and forbearance and long suffering, not knowing that the goodness of God leadeth thee to repentance? But after thy hardness and impenitent heart treasure it up unto thyself wrath against the day of wrath and revelation of the righteousness of the righteous judgment of God, who will render to every man according to his deeds, to them who by patient continuance in well-doing seek for glory and honor and immortality, eternal life. But unto them that are contentious and do not obey the truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation and wrath, tribulation and anguish, Upon every soul of man that doeth evil of the Jew first and, all, and also of the Gentile. But glory, honor, and peace to every man that worketh good to the Jew first and also to the Gentile. For there is no respect of persons with God. Listen, Paul directly addresses the Jews. In the previous passage of, of chapter 1, Paul painted a terrible picture of the Gentile world. Every words of that condemnation, the Jews thoroughly agreed. They never thought for a moment that they were under the same condemnation, though. They thought they occupied a privileged position. But Paul makes it plain. God is not a respecter of persons. The Jews and Gentiles are on equal footing. All right, let's look at verses 12 through 16. For as many as have sinned without law shall also perish without law. And as many as have sinned in the law shall be judged by the law. For not the hearers of the law are just before God, but the doers of the law shall be justified. For when the Gentiles, which have not the law, do by nature the things contained in the law, these having not the law, are a law unto themselves, which show the work of the law written in their hearts, their conscience also bearing witness, and their thoughts the mean while accursing or else excusing one another. In the day when God shall judge the secrets of men by Jesus Christ, according to my gospel. Now, in the very nature of human beings, there is an instinctive knowledge of what they are to do. Paul saw the world as divided into two classes of people. He saw the Jews with their law given to them directly from God and written down so that all could read it. He saw the other nations without this written law, but with a God-implanted knowledge of right and wrong. Now, neither of them could claim exemption from God's wrath. The Jews could not claim exemption on the grounds that they had a special place in God's plan. And the Gentiles could not claim exemption on the grounds that they had never received the law. The Jews would be judged as men and women who knew the law. The Gentiles as a people who had a God-given conscience. God will judge us according to what we know and have the chance to know. No one will be able to stand before God with an excuse. All right, let's look at uh, verses 17 through 29. Behold, thou art a Jew 
and restest in the law, and makest thy boast of God, and knowest his will, and approves the things that are more excellent, being instructed out of the law, and art confident that thou thyself art a guide of the blind, a light of them which are in darkness, an instructor of the foolish, a teacher of babes, which has the form of knowledge and of the truth in the law. Thou therefore which teachest another, teachest thou not thy, thyself? Thou that preachest a man should not steal, doest thou steal? Thou that says a man should not commit adultery, doest thou commit adultery? Thou that abhorrest idols, doest thou commit sacrilege? Thou that makest thy boast of the law through breaking the law, through breaking the law, dishonor it, thou God? For the name of God is blasphemed among the Gentiles through you as it is written. For circumcision verily profited if thou keep the law, but if thou be a breaker of the law, thy circumcision is made uncircumcision. Therefore, if the uncircumcision keep the righteousness of the law, shall not his uncircumcision be counted for circumcision? And shall not uncircumcision, which is by nature, if it fulfill the law, judge thee who by the letter and circumcision doest transgress the law? For he is not a Jew, which is one outwardly, neither is that circumcision, which is outward in the flesh. But he is a Jew, which is one inwardly, and circumcision is that of the heart in the spirit and not in the letter, whose praise is not of men, but of God. Now, this is a true saying. We should never judge a book by its cover. The true essence of any book is the inward contents. The heart reveals the real person. There must be a circumcision of the heart. A sinner is a sinner regardless if he is a Jew or a Gentile. Circumcision of the flesh means nothing, nor uncircumcision. The only thing that matters is being a new creature, is being a new creation in Christ Jesus.